Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the DC Music Blog producing DIY concerts. I like to think, for me personally, that it, origi it originated from rent parties, which happened in Harlem Renaissance in New York. In the 20s, um, where people, you know, raised party, had parties to raise rent for their homes, which is what a lot of musicians here still do now. Speaking for myself, I love performing music and the activity of being part of a band I have found is the closest to starting your own business, funnily enough. And I now have an opportunity to talk with somebody who started her own business with her partners in the world of music, but in a different way, promoting music and artists. Angelie Ben is the founder of Capital Sound, a woman-led music blog based here in DC. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, very entrepreneurial, starting a business from scratch. Tell me, how did you decide to start a business promoting music here in DC? Well, I started when I was in high school. I was about 17 years old. Um, I was obsessed with One Direction. I just got off from following them around the East Coast on tour. And I was in my high school class and I said, hey, I have a lot of time here. I need to be going to concerts for free since I pay for them so much. I spent maybe between 500 and a thousand dollars that summer. My mom was like, this is enough. You need to figure it out. So I figured it out. I made my blog, Capital Sound DC. Um, I was taking a high school yearbook class and I wrote a post actually about um, my One Direction concert that I went to that summer. I wrote it in February, but it actually got like a lot of traction because I knew a lot of people <laughs> from when I went around the East Coast. Then I went to college. I had a break <laughs> in a second. I went to Made in the District, which is a, another music blog based out of DC. And basically my mentor, Nicole Pinedo, she founded that site. And she taught me everything I knew from editing to like copy editing to how to run a show in the future, in the years. Because she opened another installation in DC called The Future of Sports. I was stage manager and when I was there, I started doing email outreach to like a whole bunch of brands in DC. Um, I started doing email outreach for booking artists in DC. While I was there, I learned everything I needed to learn to <laughs> take the next step with Capital Sound. Then I started booking shows um, actually about one year ago. There are a number of things I love about it. I love the creativity of music and I think it's a really important thing for our town and we'll talk about that in a moment. I also love that like just about every entrepreneur I know, you started a business almost by accident by doing something you just like. Right. Now let's talk about the DC music scene. Capital Sound, I, this is a really great music town. I don't know how many people realize it. I agree. I don't think enough people realize it. And that I think that's our point. Um, I have a partner named Jenny Ryan. She does everything with me. Um, ever since I started working with her, actually, the blog kind of went to like new heights. She's our managing editor. So um, I was in school at the time when we first started um, growing a lot. So she basically helped me with everything. So she was a big part of like why I know half of the stuff I know in D.C. because whenever I couldn't be on it, she'd be on it. And she also lives in D.C. I live in Northern Virginia. So she's definitely more immersed in D.C. So she definitely brings kind of like a side of D.C. that I had no idea about. Probably the side that you see when you go to Capital Sound. What makes the music scene here unique? It's so diverse with the DIY scene specifically, which is what I know about the underground scene. Um, I first started getting inspiration to do this when I, um, to do shows specifically, DIY shows, when I um, saw Twin Peaks, which is a band from Chicago, and I was really, really obsessed with them. They're kind of like garage rock, punk rock, similar to the Orwells. And when that happened... I started studying their scene very, very much and how they did their shows, how they operated, because we're, we have a young blog. Our demographic is very young. So a lot of the people that come to our shows, they can't get into 
most of the shows I'm going to get into. It's either 18 plus or 21 plus. So we definitely have um, like a mission to really make sure all these places are open for the younger kids. So we don't, we have all ages shows or we have shows that are like in homes. So I think that, um, they really make Definitely. music accessible to, yeah, for to, to young people in a positive way. Exactly. Not everybody listening, look, I'll admit it, I'm not sure I know, <laughs> so I'll just take the bullet. What's a DIY show? <laughs> DIY, do it yourself. I figured it. Do so it literally, uh, uh, it's, I've, I'm a musician, you're a musician, and we effectively say, well, let's have a, let's have a house party, let's promote an event, yeah. let's get everybody in so we can share our artistic expression. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. And I like to think, for me personally, that it, origi it originated from rent parties, which happened in Harlem mm -hmm. Renaissance in New York. In the 20s, um, where people, you know, raised party, had parties to raise rent for their homes, which is what a lot of musicians here still do now. I think that it kind of bleeds over into that now, where people have more events for community fundraisers or like supporting someone going on tour, but it's always about definitely building in the community. I think that's what makes it so unique. Everything is based around the creative community here. So if you're having a show, you may see artists, you may see art like people hanging up their arts for sale or people live painting or like um, people selling clothes. It's so different because everything is so immersed. Everything is so um, combined together and it works really well. I think that's what makes it the most unique. And it really is the, the hidden fiber of what makes this an interesting and, and great place to live. Absolutely. It, and it's it's deep and there's a lot of it. And I encourage yeah. everybody to check out Capital Sound's site because it's really interesting the kind of acts you get. What's next for you? Um, next for Capital Sound is definitely um, a summer show that we're going to do, probably in the same vein of our typical shows where we have an out-of-town, usually East Coast, New York, Philadelphia headlining act that's never been here or never headlined before. And we get a few local acts from here that no one really knows. They're not on every lineup, so it makes it really special and unique. Um, and we get them to come and open for them. Um, that's probably going to happen in June or July. We're not too sure yet. But within the next year, we want to open kind of like a Capital Sound hub or headquarters where we have a studio, um, basement venue for our DIY shows, and we live upstairs. <laughs> there you go. If you're looking for a place to get an idea of what's going on in the local music scene, that maybe we'll expose you an act that you're not currently following. It sounds to me like you're a good place to learn about that. I think so, too. Well, I wish you the best, Angelie. I think that uh, you and your partners are up to some really great stuff. And uh, I just wish I was 30 years younger and I was still doing it myself. Well, I guess I kind of am. But uh, in the meantime, good luck and thanks for being part of the rich tapestry that makes this region so great to live in. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. And a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland Smith School of Business where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. 
Music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>